we made it. It's the season finale of What If, and we're going to talk about it, break it down, break it up, bust it up. We're just going to have a good time geeking out about What If on your safe place to geek out. everyone and welcome once again to the mashup of Chewy's Cantina over on Facebook, one of the best toy groups on Facebook and Geek Out Loud, your safe place to geek out. My name is Steve Glosson. So glad to be along with you and uh, let's just get right into it. Along with me, of course, is the founder and the, uh, the, the foundation, if you will, of Chewy's Cantina himself he is uh he is known to me before i ever met him as lethargic chewy and it's kind of stuck ladies and gentlemen lucas butler how's it going my friend greetings from the multiverse buddies you've been uh, be back with you you've been rocking some toy shopping lately it, it seems i have i have i've been uh having some fun some things have become available got some some wonderful what if characters got the zombie cap the zombie hunter spider-man captain uh Captain Carter, so pretty stoked about that. Dude, so. that that is really cool. And I, you sent Captain me a picture. Carter, she's beautiful. Those that are joining us, check that now, out. Now, my That's wife, my wife calls her Beefy Peggy. <laughs> she looked at when she stepped <laughs> out of that thing. She was a she put the she put some some poundage on, but she was strong. She's stronger than Amazon. So really excited, really excited to talk about some stuff with her tonight. But uh, before we get on to all of that. Also with us, he was a hit last week, and uh, he's bringing all the knowledge. If you want to know about the levels of gods and demigods in the Marvel Universe, this is the man to ask. Uh, all the way out from Oklahoma, Justin Grant. How's it going? Tintin, to those of you from the Mixer Zoo crew, how's it going, buddy? It's, it's going great. Viva Las Vegas. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> nice. That is awesome. And of course, uh, you know him, you love him. He is a noted Star Wars and Marvel author with works such as absolutely everything you need to know about Marvel, absolutely everything you need to know about Star Wars, uh, the Marvel Encyclopedia, Marvel MCU 101, Marvel Studios, Encycl Visual Encyclopedia, all kinds of fun stuff. Also, back in the day, did some travel guides and such as. Ladies and gentlemen, it's author Adam Bray. Hey, hey, hey. It's three pounds fatter than last week, Adam. And I brought my uh, multiverse beard in, in honor of uh, all this what-if stuff. <laughs> you, you sound like... Uh, you sound like... Um, you sound like my wife now. Uh, I've yeah, I put on three pounds. I'm three oh, pounds here, four pounds there. I'm like I, I can't. Check every, I check every day, most days. Yep, you're just like my wife. This, this last week, I've gotten out of my routine, and I haven't been checking, so I haven't yeah. moderating my intake and outtake each day. So it gets ahead of me. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, Adam. And I and I say that as someone who is who is where you once were. 
and uh, <laughs> and has, haven't really chosen that lifestyle like I should. And I recognize it's a personal weakness on my part. So uh, here we are, guys. It is uh, it is the season finale of um, of What If, and there's some interesting um, things that I want to go ahead and get out of the way right out of the gate. You know, last week we were talking about. Uh, or you guys were talking about, you guys were really worried about it more than I was. Where's Gamora? Where's Gamora? Mm-hmm. And uh, here was Gamora here in this episode, along with Tony Stark in what appeared to be some type of Hulkbuster-style armor. And um, and basically, the question becomes, why didn't we see an episode with them? And apparently, um, that episode got pushed back due to COVID. I don't know if the animated characters tested positive and they had to um, put a halt to filming. I, you know, I don't, I really don't know, but that's kind of the word on the street. The word in the ether is that it was pushed back because of COVID and it's going to be part of season two. Um, And apparently it'll feature Tony uh, spoiler alert, everybody it'll feature Tony instead of getting out of the wormhole in the first Avengers uh, getting taken to Sakaar where he'll have to fight in the arena and stuff. So that, that's fun. And so his armor ends up being something he threw together on a, you know, an alien world. So um, that's that's, that's what I've seen and understand. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, we didn't get to spend a lot of time then with him and Gamora, but there is that cool Lego set if you want to. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. We previewed that last week. If you want to make adventure. your own adventure. So it's out there. I've seen it on the shelf at our Walmart lately. Oh, you so. saw it too. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So yeah. it's there. Um, but let's get, let's get into this thing. You know, Justin, you, you came right out of the gate with Viva Las Vegas. I think what was really neat right out of the gate on this particular episode, Lucas, just to go back to beefy Peggy real quick is the way that it opened up very similar. I mean, really almost beat for beat for the conversation they were having in the Quinjet in Winter Soldier as, as they were headed to their mission at the opening part of of winter soldier did you catch all that did you recognize that that was what was going on yeah yeah so i saw it and then i was like oh i've been here before Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know same same characters except for the captain so even the whole comment about uh what is it uh bernard over in accounting bernard from accounting i think it was uh i can't something in logistics some girl in logistics for captain america and the other so and but yeah that was really cool i mean just to see again just the nod to okay the universe that we know yeah, um, and then for her to to dive off in that, I wish they would have had a few more of those comments, like you know, did he, you know, did she jump without a parachute like they did for Cap? And, yeah, and, I kept and, trying. I, I thought Rimlo might hit that up, but uh, yeah. but he did not. So, but but um, I, I guess Adam, my question for you then would be, um, what's wrong with Bernard in accounting? Do you think? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm very distracted by your absorbing man there. Did you finish him? I, well, I actually, I've got a friend on, on Instagram, uh, Life with Brock, that uh, was getting rid of one. And so I was able to get him. And so I'm trying to get him posed up just right for a little something, something that, later on. Is that the is that the Build-A-Figure This one? is the Build-A-Figure one, yes. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. so that is cool. I just, I don't have his wrecking ball. And, um, and so I've got to, uh, but I actually have the means, I was given the means to make my own wrecking Uh ball for him. But, uh, you know me, I'm a, I'm kind of a completist. And so I got to get the real one to see if I can make something that's custom and better. So anyhow, yeah. So Bernard in accounting 
is not who we want to go with. Well, as Peggy is fighting there on the Lemurian star, there in that, uh, the, the Watcher shows up. And just a nitpicky little thing here, um, she could see him, Justin, but could, could Batroc see him? Are we led to believe that she's the only one that saw the Watcher there? I, I believe we are led to believe okay. that we are, she is the only one that saw the truck. And uh, so, so being a comic book guy, every time, correct me on this, in the MCU, is he typically just referred to, and I've seen the movies, but is he typically just mm-hmm. referred to as the truck? And that's... Like, yeah, yeah. Is it? Is, yeah. Am I? Am I? Is my French not working out? It's Batroc. Um, no, no, no. I've always <laughs> just said Batroc the Leaper. Yeah. No, yeah. I've always said Batroc the Leaper. Yeah. To me, because that's mm-hmm. like his whole title, and it just for me, stopping at Batroc is kind of like saying LMN. Not O. LMNO always mm-hmm. goes together. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. It's. It, yeah. I, I learned that from Elmo. So. <laughs> I'm uh, not saying the chocolate leaper is so. <laughs> this is a Sesame Street version of what is. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm the same way. Like I still refer to him as Batroc the Leaper. Like I just can't yeah. leave off the Leaper because that's who he was right. in the comics. Um, but yeah, so I kind of got the same thing, Justin. I felt like you know that only the ones that were chosen could could see could see the Watcher, and so when he gets her, I mean, we're off to the races. We see him go after. Pretty much everyone else in pretty quick succession with a couple of, um, with with one or two exceptions. Um, And I want to talk about this one aspect. You know, obviously, Lucas, the Thor bit was hilarious. You know, I I washed my hair and I was going to take a bath and, you know. (laughs) All these guys are coming at him. He's like, have at you and you. Um, and then the, and then the, the watcher's ye- trying to talk to him. Right. And then the yelling as the watcher picks him up and, and it's almost the, you know, a replay of Thor Ragnarok where he's screaming, going through the Willy Wonka tunnel. And then he's just, <laughs> uh, yes. But, um, Lucas, why in, in the world, why go after Killmonger? You know, he talked about how he brought all of them together, all their skill sets, all their strengths. And, you know, just maybe his, I mean, his, his ability, his, his stealthness, if you will. Um, but at the same time, you know, you know, you know, I know we'll dig into this, but Dr. Strange makes the comment, okay, to the watcher, you knew that this is what, this is what going to, what was going to happen. You knew that the whole goal of it was not so much to destroy him, but to, to separate them. Right. So then with that being said, he knows, okay. If I've got a wild card, Killmonger, in the midst of this, he's going to be power hungry. He's going to want those stones for himself. Uh, so, therefore, he's entered into, in my opinion, he's entered into the equation to possibly create uh, uh, some tension in which may be able to uh, bring the remedy that he's looking for. And it is interesting as we you know, just think about Killmonger for a moment. I'm sure you guys caught it. Those to beckon him and call him, of course, uh, Pepper and Zuri are, are about to break in and take it to him. If you look in that throne room, man, it is already a mess. I mean, he's already wreaked havoc on Wakanda. Uh, so he's, uh, you know, he's already <laughs> enemy number one there, yeah. if you will. And now he's gets zapped to be a guardian of the multiverse. So, but yeah, I think, I think he was brought into it for the watcher's purposes. Uh, you know, yeah, his, he had some strengths to add to the team, but also ultimately his betrayal was going to play a part of the, the ultimate plan. So I mean, there's 
I mean, I can't help but jump to some biblical things there, but I mean, it's just, it is what it is. So. I can't help but get into some theology that may be divisive even amongst the most devout of us all. Um, oh, I wasn't going there. <laughs> uh, Justin, Adam, I'll just go with you guys too. Is this a, a, a deal where the watcher knew what was coming, he understood what was, and that's why he picked Killmonger to be to end up locked in conflict eternally with, with Ultron, as it were. I mean, is this, is this a watcher foresight kind of thing? Or, I mean, or, or was watcher, or is it just a matter of, well, we saw an episode with this guy, so he's got to be in here. Uh, can we do all of the above? Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, he's got to finish out the loop by, uh, coming in this episode mm-hmm. um uh but yeah he uh i think the watcher was doing that you know that world that earth and that universe a favor by pulling him oh, out sure and yeah i think i think um as dr strange said uh we we something like we were never meant to meant to succeed or something like that mm-hmm. so dr strange realized uh, at the end that yeah this was this is supposed to play out like this um, so yeah, I think the, I think the watcher foresaw this and, uh, he's not, uh, Killmonger was not a good guy. So, um, of course he's not gonna, he's not going to pull for the team in the end. That, yeah, I guess, I guess so. I, I just, I'm sitting there the whole time scratching my head thinking like there had to be a better way than include this guy. Uh, that, and that's just right. me, you know, that's just kind of my proclivities as a superhero fan and everything else i i'm just not a i'm not a fan of trying to bring in the uh bring in the villains and i was afraid they were going to redeem them i guess i'm glad they didn't i should say you know because that's one thing i don't like necessarily is when someone who has not earned a redemption arc just suddenly gets one um that doesn't happen (laughs) name one time Name one time a Magneto, Lex Luthor, uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, you just um, yeah, we'll just we'll go down those all those paths together. Um, but You're really taking a Jonah posture here, buddy. Just so you oh know. yeah, oh that's true, that's true. <laughs> I knew this would happen. That's why I didn't want him to go. Um, so I'm just glad he didn't get it. You know, I, I it, it is it is a weird fate, and it's a. And it's almost a Twilight Zone-ish type fate for him. You know, I, I kept expecting maybe a sad ending because of the 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 that that Twilight Zone type nature of all things what if. But you know, obviously they gave us a good kind of good wins over evil ultimately there, Justin, and, and that's the way I think superhero stories should be told, to be honest with you. Uh I couldn't agree more. Uh couldn't agree more. Uh what when it comes to Killmonger from, from my experience with him is he's really focused on the Black Panther side. So that of course that's why we're here. Uh, I would have to say though, if you look at his history in the comic books, he is always the guy who is trying to get the throne of Wakanda. He mm-hmm. is always trying to be the antagonist to uh, Black Panther. He's always there just trying to get the title. And it makes me wonder with, what the where the MCU is going with replacing Chadwick Boseman is maybe that just going to be a continuing theme 
moving forward, at least we can carry on with Killmonger moving forward as an antagonist. Is, uh, is Killmonger not dead? He's, he's dead in the MCU. Is he dead? Than, okay. Yeah, again, deal, yeah. uh, sorry, not in my stories. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, well, who knows, really, honestly. What's going on? Yeah. Right. Uh, but, yeah, well, it makes me think if one of the reasons they might have included him in this is because uh, they kept on killing Tony Stark off, and he did was kind of – well, I think that's the reason kind of he killed Tony Stark in – the what if he was trying to go after, you know, the yeah. title or the, the next big thing. So. Right. Right. Well, and that brings me to this idea of, of Tony dying every time we're, we see him necessarily in a universe, he's kind of died rather quickly or he's been dispatched. Um, and that has sparked all kinds of fan conversation online, Adam, about the importance of Tony Stark in the Marvel universe proper. And and how he obviously, if it you know, if if he's not there, then it apparently all falls apart. Do you buy that, or do you think that that's just people kind of overemphasizing Tony's role? Mm, I hadn't really thought about it. Uh, I hadn't either until I, I heard just, people yeah. say it. You know, that's just again, like you just start to kind of dabble in the fandom, and everyone's like. Oh my gosh! I just this just hit me. Tony mm-hmm. dies in every version, and every version is so messed up. If Tony dies, and that means the world ends because everything rises and falls on Iron Man. Is 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 that just fan overhyping a situation, or is that, or do you think there's some legitimacy to that kind of theory and that mindset? Uh, it's probably fans overhyping it. I mean, it's, it's an interesting observation. Uh, but my thought is they'd only want things to hinge on him in, in our, you know, the six, one, six universe proper. They, the the writers clearly want unique things happening in each of these. So I, I don't know if there's any overarching theme that, that really exists in every universe. Justin, as a as the comic book guy here, um, the the total comic book guy, um, is it is it as weird for you as it is for me that people tend to really make a big deal about Tony Stark and Iron Man? Because in my mind, though he's always been there in the Marvel universe, I mean, dude is not a lister necessarily for the longest time until two thousand eight, until the okay. movies. Just a insight to to my background with comic books. Uh, like we discussed, my uh, my background with comic books was I didn't grow up with a comic book store. It was always Seven Eleven, the grocery store. Right, okay, right. We've, we've discussed this. So the first time I ever heard you, Steve, call Iron Man like a C lister, I was like, that can't be possible because that's one of the ones I buy every time I'm at Seven Eleven. Right. Right. And so I actually went to a, a comic book store owner after hearing you say that. I'm like, do you consider Iron Man a, a C-lister? And he's like, well, back in the 80s. Yeah. The yeah. reason he was at 7-Eleven is because he wasn't selling at the comic book store. Right. Mm. So it, I actually have asked that to other people since I heard you say that. And I've always considered him an A-lister. Yeah. But that's just because I grew up in kind of rural Oklahoma and – Iron Man was, like you say, was not a household name. Mm-hmm. So um, to, to, I guess to answer your question, I understand that he's not an A-lister for the average Marvel, uh, the average MCU fan. Right. 
Right. That I guess that's my thing is like I'm just so shocked to hear people say this because you know, I, I look, Iron Man is when you get into the comics of it all, he is a foundational character. He's a founding member of the Avengers. He was very key in in the Avengers forming and staying together through years because he gave them their base of operations, Avengers Mansion and let you know, basically funded them and everything. But as time kind of rolled on, it's almost like they didn't know what to do with him. And when you think about classic Iron Man arcs, everyone references Demon in a Bottle. But Demon in a Bottle wasn't necessarily like this huge story. It was just kind of a few episodes, a few issues of him dealing with his alcoholism and, and the fallout of all that. And then you have Armor Wars, you know, which is which is kind of a big deal because you get into you kind of dip into uh, Justin Hammer territory and that sort of thing. Um, but ultimately, like on his own, like he went through some weird stuff. And then to be the basically the reason that the Marvel Universe and the comics fell apart because of Civil War, you know, like <laughs> he's just not that, you know, he, he's really not that great of impressive character in the comics until 2008 comes along. And they find the key to make Iron Man likable and make everyone love him. And so, I don't know, I, I, Adam, I, I agree with you. I, I kind of set you up to have an either-or question. I'm sure there's more to it than just either fans being overhyping as they do or or having a legit... I'm sure there's a middle ground there. But I just... I wonder, Lucas, if the writers see Tony as being that important and that vital in all these multiverses. I think there's, there's two things that, to notice. Uh, what we've seen kind of unfold with the what-if... And and you guys helped me um, in the the Doctor Strange episode. You know, he kept trying to go back and to rescue, um, you know, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he couldn't because it was called what was absolute point or something like that, a, a nexus point, or, or some kind yeah. of point uh, where it couldn't be disturbed. I'm wondering. I mean, granted, we don't know about the Gamora story. We just saw whatever. Um, but in each one of the multiverses, we see Tony die. He always dies. He always dies. And even when the Watcher comes to get Gamora, and again, we don't know a lot about that story, but he makes it a point, not you, Stark. Right. <laughs> so it's almost like they're intentional saying, we are breaking ties mm. with continuing the Tony Stark character in the next phase of of, wow. uh, of the MCU. That that may be very, that you may be very correct on that as far as just, I guess there's not very correct, there's correct or I, I, very insightful, I should say, because it does seem like something that the writers and storytellers would do to wean mm-hmm. fans off of that because you look at what's coming down the pike for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the characters that we know from that first Infinity Saga, Infinity War Saga, you know, we still have Doctor Strange and Spider-Man around. Wanda's out there somewhere. Vision is out there somewhere. Um, Thor. Thor is still out there with the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know. But mm-hmm. no Captain America, as far as Steve Rogers goes. No Steve right. Rogers. No Tony Stark, you know. And and the movies that they've had, you know, thus far, Blackwood, they've had the spider Well, let's see. Since Endgame, there was Far From Home, which is you know kind of the wrap up of everything with that phase and and that right. whole that whole part of the things, but so since then because of COVID, of course we've had only Black Widow and and that was kind of like uh, let us fill in the gaps here, let us color in some space for you, but then everything else has been look if 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 
if Iron Man was a C-list character back in the day, com- comic book wise, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, is 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 C plus list, like he or C minus list, like he is almost right. a D-list character. And I, and they've tried to do more with him. And I'm not saying he's a bad character. I'm not saying he's a boring character. But I'm saying that as far as Marvel characters go, we're getting we're we're scraping now. It seems like especially and even with the Eternals. And I know the Eternals have a have a weird rich history about them. And the truth of the matter is, when it comes to the Eternals, the only thing I ever liked about the Eternals is they had this Hulk robot. And uh, outside of that, it's like to try to read them. You've got to you've got to be ready to you know slodge through some stuff because they're a little boring. Some of that original Eternal stuff is a little boring. Like Jack Kirby didn't quite hit New Gods level when he brought the Eternals into the Marvel universe, and so I'm saying like as you look and see what's coming, man, it's like we got to get to Doctor Strange because everything else is still very basement level characters. As good as Shang Chi was, and I really did enjoy that movie a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought it was very unique and special and fun and good. Um, but you know, there, there's just with the, with the passing of Chadwick Boseman, unfortunately, and the, and apparently they're not going to try to push forward with the character. And I think that's a mistake. I think that these characters as they are, have to be bigger than the actors who played them. And, and I understand not wanting anyone but Chadwick Boseman to ever play the black wit uh, black Panther. But at the same time, there's more to that character than the one or two stories we've seen him in. We, you know, and 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 from a storytelling standpoint, I'm sorry, I don't think that Shuri's going to cut it. She's, you know, you, you I, th- I feel like you've got to find someone to try to fill those shoes, just like the James Bond franchise back in the day. You know, it, that the whole thing was, well, who's the next James Bond? This is anyhow. I'm 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 rambling on here to say this that. With what's coming, yeah, Lucas, I think you're right. I think that there has to be the mentality from fans that, yeah, Tony's not coming back because I don't think they have any any eyes set, any eyes on bringing Tony Stark back, especially not Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark because Robert Downey Jr. I don't think has any any plans to ever return to that role necessarily. I think he's ready to move on. Not that he was, not that he's bitter about it or upset about it, but I think that you know, and uh, who knows, we may get teenage Tony Stark at some point, like we did in the '90s. You know, you never know. But that's a that's a little wild. From from the comic perspective, you guys, is there, you know, just like Cap has these other folks that took up the mantle. Is there anybody that ever jumps in the suit and takes over? Yeah, Rhodey. Rhodey was Iron Man. Like he was Iron Man. Like it was. He wasn't just War Machine. He was Iron Man. And then okay. In recent years, and this is what they're really going to try to do, is they want to get Ironheart in there. They want to get Riri Williams shoved down our throats, um, just like they've done in the in the comics recently. And I say shoved down our throats, and I mean that with all due respect, that that a lot of what they've done with some of these characters is, comic book-wise, just been like, you're going to take this and you're going to like it. And if you don't like mm-hmm. it, then you're, a, then you're a problem. I mean, that's kind of been what it is. The thing with Riri Williams is, is she didn't earn her spot. Like, her character, like, when you... <laughs> It's just not well written. I'm sorry, and so you know. I, How do you feel I, about it, Steve? How do you feel about well, it? Well, I'm. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I might be a little too tired and 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 irritated today to to be doing this. <laughs> but um, 
Are you mad that you had to buy her action figure to finish that? Bear? I didn't have to buy. I didn't have to buy her action figure. I was able to just get the just leg. I was able to just get the leg, and and so he paid thirty dollars just for the leg. I did not pay thirty dollars for the leg. I would not do that. I would go ahead and buy the figure if that were the case. Um, the uh, but what I what I was mad about is the dude who said it was the right leg on eBay. I get it, and it's the left leg which I already had. <laughs> And so I've had to do this whole eBay return, but then I found another one. And so, uh, yeah, sure enough, we've got Ursa Major. He's complete, both legs. Big bear, big bear. Big big bear, chase me. Um, That's a a great outdoors reference, everybody. Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. We got way off kilter there just talking about Tony Stark. Let's get back into this episode proper because, I mean, Tony Stark's in it for all of 30 seconds. And I do think it's funny that he says not you, Stark, in the same way that in Iron Man 2, basically, Fury says, you know, we're not, we we like you as a consultant, but we, you know, at this time, we yeah, don't need you on the team. Um, so they all get together. The plan, you know, it's, I love it when a plan comes together. I, I guess we should talk about the fact that in T'Challa, in Space Lord T'Challa's world, you know, the, uh, uh, Ego finds Peter. Of course, we saw it at the end of that one episode. You know, he finds right. Peter there at Dairy Queen. The Dairy Queen. And, uh, <laughs> Mopping up. Yeah, and so now he's getting mopped up with as, as Ego's, you know, bringing all that big blue goo to life and everything. And um, I just, it's, you know, the, the, the possibilities there are endless. I would love to see a grown-up Peter Quill who's lived his life as a total <laughs> slacker get taken into space with the Guardians of the Galaxy and have to, you know, and have to learn how to make his way as an as an adult. I think that 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 is with with T'Challa, you know, teaching him the ropes, showing him the ropes. I think that is, I think that's comedy gold. I think that is buddy space buddy cop like at its best. I think that'd be that's, some good time. That's season two. That's season two. Maybe, maybe you never know. I mean, you so. get that image at the end with them firing the the blaster thing together. That's true. Thing, yeah, whatever. that's true. Yeah. 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 And and Gamora was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's not forget all that. Who yeah. were missing that episode now? So yeah. that's right. Yep, yep. So anyway, as we uh, as we roll on here and, and keep going into this episode, once they get together, plan comes together. We find out they have a, I guess, and in my mind, Tony put it together and hit in that universe with Gamora the soul the the uh, the Infinity Stone grinder. Basically, mm. what what do they call it? The 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 Infinity Smasher, Crusher, Crusher, Crusher. Infinity. yeah, Crusher. the Infinity Crusher. That's right, that's right. Which doesn't work, Lucas. I don't like. That's one of those things. I'm like, okay, is this just story? Is this just storytelling rules where it's like, fine, the Infinity Stones can work across the universes, unlike they do in the Time Variance Authority, but they're just different enough that this Crusher can't that's- crush them. Uh, that was again. I know we talked about it last time when they when it didn't really destroy him. I was like, oh, here we are again. This whole it's barely unique in this multiverse, whatever. I mean, but then we again go back to Loki where we've got a drawer full of them. They're used as paperweights. I mean, I don't know. I it's a frustrating point. That's the only thing. The really downside that the Gamora issue that I or kind of strikes against this episode for me. Uh, I the, just wish the Gamora they, issue is having not met her before now. Is that is well? That just you, you know, it would have been neat to see all it play out. Now, granted, I think we get all the information we need from this episode mm-hmm. about her um, for her to be. But I, I would have liked to have seen how she beat Thanos, how she survives uh, 
the car. I mean, all those things, you know, why she was melting down the gauntlet, obviously, well, because she beat Thanos. And, you know, I would like to have seen her destroy the infinity. I mean, all those things, which I guess we'll see next next season. But now yeah. we kind of know what's going to happen. But right. Right. Or, you know, or they may just say, you know, I think I, I guess I don't know. There's a lot with that episode that I'm like, why is it not out there? What about COVID prevented you from doing it? Is there some voice work that needs to be picked up? Is there animation that didn't get finished? That seems like it all seems unlikely. Like there's to me, that's not a good excuse for an animated 30 minute when everything else got finished. It doesn't make right. sense that that didn't get finished. Yeah. It's just uh, strange to me. So, yeah. but anyway, but, um, maybe Gamora didn't get vaccinated. Probably. Yeah. Well, exactly. So she's probably <laughs> fired. Um, <laughs> Adam, the, the 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 Infinity Crusher not working in this universe is it just a a writing trope to keep us moving forward, or is or you know, or is it a plot hole that we'll never have filled in for us? You know what what is it um, is it just easy can, writing? Is it lazy can writing? I, can I select all of the above? Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say I did like the gadget, like when it got up and it walked <laughs> over to. Ultron and it started chewing at his chest and it did all that. I thought that was really cool. Like yeah. I want a little action figure of that and I want it fully articulated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see what else that thing does. Right. Um, that was, that was kind of cool. It was like ancient and modern looking at the same time. It was, yep. it was a neat little gadget. I want to explore that more. Well, and, and the truth is that even if those infinity stones are destroyed and I was kind of thinking of this as it was happening, Justin, Ultron, is still going to be a force to be reckoned with if he's in that vibranium body of vision and everything. And, you know, unless destroying the soul stone ruins him the way it did vision, but I don't think it would. I, I think that you've still got Who knows? Vi vision was a whole different thing than, than Ultron was. And Ultron was already sentient and, and everything else when that body was being made, the soul stone was just going to kind of give him an extra oomph. And so, you know, we, we've still, there was still, if they destroy the soul stone or the, I keep saying just the soul stones because that's the one they were going after apparently, which there's, there's a why, like they decided the soul stone. Why, why the soul stone all of a sudden I'm it, talking, it was, I'm talking it, too much. I'm going to Lucas. I'm going to let no, you take it, over for a minute and let after Justin finishes. <laughs> okay. I'll do it. Go ahead. Justin. Okay, Tell okay, us. Why I apologize. Uh, yeah. The, the soul stone was the linchpin kind of stone. And I think it was the first stone in the comic books. Uh, with going back to Adam Warlock, who Adam Warlock was created by, again, I can't remember the race's name. The ones that in the MCU, they're all in gold. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, they've had a couple of appearances now. Uh, he was created by that race of aliens. And the at the time, yeah. uh, and they just called him, him, capital mm -hmm. H, capital I, capital M. Mm -hmm. He didn't, it was called mm -hmm. Adam Warlock. And he was created to counter kind of the Thanos uh, issues that were going on in, in the universe. Uh, but one thing that that soul stone once, once Adam Warlock obtained it was it communicated him. It actually said, I'm not the only one I'm part of a group of, I think at the time it was five. It might, they might've said six, but I think it said I'm part of a group of five. So it was the first and kind of the linchpin in the comic books. Um, the neat thing about the soul stone, and I don't want to get too far ahead in, in, in the show uh, unless you say to, but I think it's, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. We're, okay, I mean, we're talking about the end right yeah. now. The so. Soul Stone Adam Warlock did an excellent in the comics, did an excellent job of Marvel and did an excellent job of showing how the Soul Stone can create pocket pocket universes, pocket dimensions. And that's not called them universes because that's another conversation where I, I can't explain it. <laughs> but 
these little pocket dimensions, um, the soul stone and pocket dimensions are definitely linked in the Marvel universe. So remember that when it comes to, again, going to the multiverse of madness and all these other verses we're getting into, I really, again, think that they're going to lean into these pocket dimensions. Some of these gods and demigods that you see strange thrown about, again, are dimension rulers to the point where they are the dimension itself. Uh, I know that's confusing, but there's a lot of dimensions that are not quote unquote universes in Marvel. And the soul stone is definitely linked to creating those or some of those and using them also as prisons, which we saw in this episode, it seems. So, yeah. I, I, you know, and one of the other questions I have with the, the uh, infinity stone. So obviously you can have multiples of the same kind exist in the same universe. Because you got Doctor Strange has got the time stone, but so does Ultron, you know, from his own. So, you know, there's, I guess, some whole new rules. What you got anything uh, on that one, Justin? Or? Uh, yeah. And this is not this is not me being a comic book guy. This is me being you know a sleuth of the Internet. Yeah. Uh, evidently, one of the writers of What If came out and said that the stones in this What episode. Uh, and I do not know if this is going to. Oh, heaven forbid they actually make this in the you know, canon in the comics, because <laughs> then I'll have to relearn everything. But uh, the, the stones in this universe do not contain their exact power in another universe. Oh. They do not have the ability to be like the strength stone, the power stone, and whatnot. They don't have their power, but they can increase a person's power itself. And it's, it's a convoluted answer he gave. So that's kind of what they're saying, why... Ultron had some abilities, but not all of the abilities that the stones normally would have in this other universe. Because if you think about the way the stones work, just Thanos can wipe out half of the universe with a snap. Mm -hmm. So at any time, if those stones were at full power, I guess that's a good way to say it, kind of paraphrasing what this writer said. Uh, If at any time they were power, he could have just snapped these battles and been done with it. But since he wasn't channeling their power, <laughs> they were still powering him. It's a convoluted answer. I don't, um, I, I don't buy it. Mm. Uh, storytelling device. So that's kind of where I'm at, but that, but that was their explanation for it. Yeah. I think the stones have left uh, more questions than answers of what we've seen in this series. Well, I think, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do think, look, you've got to give anytime you're in a storytelling situation like this, you've got to give writers a certain level of grace to, Sure. To just make certain decisions and make certain calls and not have to explain every little thing away. If they're glaring things like two stones in the same reality, if they you know, then they they do need to kind of have an explanation in their back pocket that doesn't get as convoluted or is or or is or is messed up. Now, I'm not a professional writer. I'm just telling you as a fan that that's kind of my my feeling on the situation. Um, but uh, you know, it it is it's a it's a it's an interesting thing to see all that because when he he actually is shooting out a tentacle, right? When his stone opens up, and uh, Doctor Strange, I'm talking about, like, isn't that yeah. so? Yeah, so it seems like there's something powering up, like it. Rec- I thought to me it was like, oh, his stone recognizes the power that's being used by that other stone at this time. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of almost like a. a a recognition kind of thing, which I know is weird. Are, but. are you referring to when he shot out like a tentacle, like uh, the Shumagorath tentacle? Yeah, didn't like that a power didn't, tentacle? The, the Shumagorath tentacle didn't that happen? 
Okay, yeah, but that yeah. wasn't linked to the stone. Per, I mean, it was linked to the stone, but that was actually uh, Doctor Strange has the ability to consume power. Right, right. So what, he, okay, but what I'm saying not is linked to the stones. He just he was channeling the Shumagorth that he had consumed inside his. I guess it's right. inside no, his no, own no. pocket I, dimension. Yeah, I get that. What I'm saying though is, is when he first does that, it's when um, Ultron is using the Time Stone, mm. and okay. and so once he grabbed because. Ultron's going to grab the Soul Stone. Everyone else is mm-hmm. kind of locked in this time bubble. Outside of the time bubble, Doctor Strange shoots out the tentacle, right. and you see mm-hmm. his little thing. Right, and and so I'm wondering if it's just like that thing. At once he touched that power, that in, got in that bubble of power. That that thing recognized. And he's that, able you know, to supersede that yeah. time. Uh, it's yeah. you know what it's a it's a little moment in time that's not worth you know sitting around and and wasting the whole show <laughs> right. on. And I said what? I was going to let Lucas run it for a little bit because what? I've just been. Well, here's the, here's the thing, and, and something that Justin just said about Doctor Strange, you know, consuming or absorbing power. You know, there's two things that I noticed, and kind of get you guys feedback. You know, early on, you know, when he's first meeting the rest of the Guardians of the Multiverse, um, you know, he has that little flare up where it just kind of comes alive on him, and he has to rein it back in. Mm-hmm. So, is it you know just right there under the surface? He's trying to keep it in check, but then two, when Ultron does this, you know, looks like he's fixing to blow up the planet. He grabs it and he just pops it in his That's mouth. That's right. Yes. So yeah. He definitely consumes power, man. He just, he, it was, I was like, all right, we see who we're dealing with here. All right. All right. <laughs> well, you remember earlier when I was talking about all these little pocket dimensions? Yeah. They're notorious for failing. Mm. So when they're used as a prison, they're notorious for people getting out mm. or a remnant of them getting out. So, Season two. <laughs> that very well could could be. Yeah, but when but he he consumed that whole explosion. Like there is the moment Ultron grows real big and he's going to blow up the whole world, and then Doctor Strange just kind of like you think it's all over, and Strange is like having lunch. Um, but the, I'll tell you the other part is is there there gets to be that point, and the, and there's a couple more things that are going on here. Yeah, I'm watching it happen right now as he's as he's trying to destroy everything. Um, there's the moment when Ultron gets super powerful and Doctor Strange just unleashes completely at him. Um, like everything that he has consumed begins to kind of come out at him. That was some cool animation. By well, that, yes, that's what I was about to say. It, it, it like, it looked like a comic book panel guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with all the different variations and everything, you know, just right there on one, almost like, each frame just kind of, it was just, I I thought that was just outstanding. I thought it was super cool. Right. That makes me want to go back and just dive into who all of the, let's say, gods slash demigods slash demons that he had consumed. Yeah. Because I'm really curious about some of them. That You had the guy that had like the goat horns or the ram horns. Yep. Yep. Uh, that kind of formed uh doctor strange around doctor strange yeah uh and the only person i can think of that has like their own dimension or that uh that could possibly be is a character i am so familiar with it's it's called satanist yeah as evil as that sounds satanist yeah 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 thank you thank you yeah he it's like he's one that they really shied away from and just said you know what we'll just use mephisto We'll just go with Mephisto okay. as our as our devil. Okay. Like you know what I mean? Like okay. they're yeah. like, Well well, yeah. there is this guy over here, but that doesn't really matter. We don't wanna you know, we that comics. Satanist code. Satanist is not selling in uh, right. the Bible belt of America. That's exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
can hear folks in my church right now. Adam, what? Adam, we didn't talk about the widow showing up on her planet where they go to fight Ultron, and I, and and you know we've gotten caught up in a bunch of other like talk and stuff. Um, a, a question that we had last week was answered by her. She is apparently the last human alive on that in that realm. Um, yeah, and and that's sad, mm-hmm. and uh, that's sweet that they they end it, you know, coming back to her and giving giving her a life. You know, the watcher didn't have to do that, but in the kindness of of his heart, he did. So that was nice. Makes well, everybody feel good. Yep, yep, yep. Well, she she's on this planet. She's still kicking. And uh, she almost kind of ruins things at first when she steals the soul stone out from amongst yeah. them and everything. But then she takes her shot, and that virus from the last episode, you know, comes into play and everything. And there is, there's our good buddy Arnim Zola about to do his work. And yeah. um, did you feel like that he was going to be the answer, or did you kind of foresee it going south when, when he showed up? I had a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I thought it could kind of go either way, but it was more likely to go the way that it did because he was a villain, you know, Hydra was about world domination. So why would he want to give things up? Uh, He would have had to have really do some thinking while he was, you know, locked in that computer all these years to have a change of heart. And it's, it did seem a little bit unlikely, um, so I wasn't surprised by that. It was cool to, you know, to see him in the in the stomach. Yes, know, yes. The projection yep. of him in that. Um, uh, so, yeah, and inside vision. So uh, perhaps we'll need an, an action figure of that. I, I'm kind of <laughs> thinking we're, we're surely we're going to get a wave two of uh, what if figures after this. There's there's a bunch of characters uh, still left. Who do you think? Who do you, in a, in a wave of what are these six figures in a wave? Who yeah. could you see them yeah. doing? Who could you see them doing in a wave that they haven't done yet? Um, Gamora, mm-hmm. um, a whole bunch of zombies. I mean, they okay, could do yeah, a, yeah. a zombie of just about every character. Especially, yep. we get a party uh, Thor. Yeah, party party Thor, Thor would be funny. The yeah. accessories would be the, the, what make him. <laughs> <laughs> If what? they don't, they're going to be party poopers. I'll just say that. Let's what? Just, let's just we, throw need that a, out. we need a, a scrawny uh, Steve Rogers too. Yes. There, there has, has never. Does been he not? One. Does he not come with the Hydra Stomper? No, I don't think so. Really I'd love should. for him to, but I don't think yeah. so. Oh, I thought he did. I thought the Hydra Stomper yeah. came with little Steve Rogers. Did um, Luke? Have you got the whole wave, Lucas? No, I've just got uh, Captain Carter. Zombie Cap and then Zombie Hunter Spidey. I'm on the fence about because I want the Watcher. Right. Um, and see, a part did not come with Zombie Cap. He doesn't come with a piece. I didn't realize that. But that's still, I wanted the figure. Right. Um, so there's, you know, there's T'Challa to get. There's Doctor Strange to get. Um, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering who, I couldn't remember who all was in the wave. You got Spidey, yeah. you got Zombie Cap, you've got uh, um, Peggy. Peggy. Uh, You've got uh, Doctor Strange. You've got uh, Sylvie from the Loki series. Is okay, in that all right. And she comes with a Watcher piece? Yeah, okay. and then there's somebody else that we're missing. Is it T'Challa? Did it's, they have um, a T'Challa? T'Challa. Gamora's yeah. sister, what's her name? Yeah, oh, yeah, Nebula's they've got her. blonde Nebula, don't they? Yeah, yeah do. Nebula. 
And she's definitely, I mean, I love Nebula. I think she's had an amazing arc. In well, the wow, MCU, figure for but her. I'm, I'm, there's, your pe- there's your peg warmer right there. Well, because the she was she was a non-factor in this series, you know? Right. And so, the triple cross, that's it. So, so if they did, a, if they did a, a, a wave two, I guess you'd have the, the Tony Stark, Sakaar, Armored Build-A-Figure. Yeah. The the Hulkbuster yeah. the Sakaar Hulkbuster right, build a figure. Well, if they do the yeah. wave two, I bet I bet the wave two will be the Ultron guy. Ultron. Oh yeah, yeah. Because everybody yeah, wants that. Sure. I mean, yeah. not everybody has Justin to make them once. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I got to show it again. I got That's I got sweet. this from a, a website. Uh, you remember in the nineties, Coca Cola had that website ittydiddy.com, which stood for if you don't know, you don't go dot com. Mm. And they did it to promote like uh, comic or not like uh, concerts. So I pretend like I got this from ittydiddygui.com, which is if you don't know, you don't get infinityultron.com. Okay. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, that's, uh, that's what we so call. Yeah, you, that's what we oh, call the long way home, everybody. Oh, that's the long way. I've been watching a lot of Norm Macdonald this week. No way, so, okay. yeah. This oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This uh, this moth uh, went to a psychiatrist. You see, or a podiatrist. There's a podiatrist. There's a foot doctor. A podiatrist went to him, and uh, yeah, Doc said, "What's wrong?" He said, "Doc, uh, my life's in shambles, Doc." I, I work all day at Old Man Shaughnessy's uh, uh, sweatshop down there and just working for just barely making ends meet. And I'm in a loveless marriage, Doc. I look at my wife and I'm like, I just don't love you anymore. And I know you, she doesn't love me because, well, she doesn't respect me, Doc. She, It's Old Man Shaughnessy. You know, he just runs me over and she knows it. And and then, uh, then my son, my son, Gregory, he... He doesn't respect me either, Doc. I, I see him, and I just want to say, don't become what, what I've become. It's horrible. It's horrible. I just, uh, I see in him the same, same young man that I used to be, full of hopes and dreams, and I just know they're going to be dashed against the rocks. And, and I can't help him, Doc, because he doesn't want anything to do with me. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at, Doc. And the podiatrist looks at him, and he says, uh, "Sounds like you need a psychiatrist." Uh, Why'd you come in here? And the moth said, because the light was on. <laughs> One of my favorite Norm MacDonald so joke. It's so good. <laughs> that's a, and that's your, that's your Norm minute for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and that's what well, well, that's one of the reasons why uh, I, I t- something happens to me. I get into somebody, uh, a writer, an author, uh, in this case, Norm Macdonald. Or he started showing up on my YouTube feeds a lot about two yeah. months ago. Yeah. And I kept on watching and watching and watching, and then he passes away. Yep. So, Adam, this is one of the reasons why you can never become my favorite author. Because <laughs> means I'm I got David die. Gimmel passed away as I was reading this stuff. I got Robert Jordan passed yeah. away as I was reading this stuff. Mm. I, yeah, sorry, Adam. Now, last right. week, though. Then I just want you to buy my books and put them on the shelf, but don't yes. read them. <laughs> right. I have no, them on the shelf, then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you, y'all can just tell me about them. <laughs> I'll put them behind me. They look great on the shelf, but I don't like that Adam Bray yeah. guy. <laughs> we, we almost lost Adam, though, last week, if you remember, when the flurkin almost swallowed him. 
That's right. He got attacked by his oh, cat. That's right. And the, and the po- <laughs> little post show action going on yeah. there. Yeah. Amorous kitties. So, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of amorous, what did you guys? And I, well, Justin's like, where's he going with this? Well, that, <laughs> that took a turn. Uh, um, and maybe I'm reading too much into it. So, um, I got my first... amorous action figure girlfriend back there. No, Adam, no. <laughs> I wasn't going there. Uh, Adam, you don't sound creepy, man. Don't sound. You're such a good dude. Don't sound creepy. I'll try to. I'll try to redeem this. Let's see what we can do. Uh, so when Doctor Strange brings the horde of zombies down on Ultron, okay? Oh yeah, yep. And he's like, "Oh, good idea, or whatever." And he says, "You know, it's, it's what I can't remember the exact word. It's what came with it." So then you see Wanda there, the Scarlet Witch, zombie form, and she's ready to go out. Then she has what looks like a moment of realization, and then boom. So do you think she realized, hey, that's Vision, and her heart was tugged? Or is this a moment, hey, I'm dead, boom, he's blowing us up? What do you think? Go ahead, Adam. (laughs) Dr. Um... Amherst, go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, when it happened, I it only occurred to me that she realized she she was out of her league. Okay, uh, and was both surprised and yet resigned. Uh, it didn't occur to me the fact that she was looking at Vision. Okay. Um, she did have some recognition of Vision uh, at the end of her own episode, so All I right. suppose she would recognize him and acknowledge that here. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's just meant to be a funny moment of like, uh oh, because because you can't really tell that it's Vision because he's got that Ultron kind of head over, and the only thing about him that looks remotely Vision is right down here around right. his chin and mouth and everything. So I think it's just meant to be a funny moment of like, uh oh, kind of deal. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, I got it. Got, I got to at least uh, give it up to myself on that one because y'all asked me last week what I wanted to see. One was not nice Gamora, but two, I wanted to see some zombies. That's true. If yeah. I remember right, somebody asked me, like, yeah. which one, which one? And I said, all of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you did. And you did. When else are you ever going to do this? Yeah. Only right. in a what if episode does this just, you just give it a total pass. Yeah. You give it a pass. And uh, just quickly on that one, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, he's really known a lot of his powers are like interdimensional as well as multi realm. He can open up a, t- a, tra- a transportation from one realm to another realm, another dimension to another dimension. But I I remember that one's called like the conjurer's cone and where he brings, and I think he did this, uh, Oh, in the Avengers number three, uh, where he brought, uh, Oh, one of Thanos's henchmen and they end up snapping off his arm. Oh yeah. 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 So, uh, that's the, that was pretty neat seeing that ability, especially just dropping, I think unsuspecting zombies. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but then you also have, what did he, uh, he started casting those uh, protection spells on everybody. Mm-hmm. So growing up, uh, I was not allowed to read Dr. Strange by no means. Well, of course not. So, right. <laughs> so now, now that in my older years, I've really, I'm not gonna say dove into, but I'm really kind of curious about him, mm-hmm. but those uh, protection spells are called the shackles of Sheol, I believe. And uh, again, this I didn't notice at the time, but they are like uniquely attuned to each individual. Yep. 
So that had to get pointed out to me and I didn't notice it. I was like, oh, those are the shackles or whatever they're called. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, they're the shackles of Sheol. No, um, no, I'm sorry. That's the, 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 it's not the shackles. It's the, uh, I apologize. That's the shield of the archangel. The shield of the seraphim? The seraphim. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The shield. Mm-hmm. It's the shield of the seraphim. Um, yeah. The, the, if you go back and watch as it goes up, it's almost like an armor that goes on each one of them. And it's very, it's very much attuned to each one of their different looks and, and personality. Yeah, I like how it went around Thor. It kind of gave him his helmet and everything. Well, I want to, you know, Justin, you were talking about the power that he has, like that sling ring thing, you know, where he's just opening up portals here and there. And, and uh, here it's, it's magnified because he is, he's torn, he has torn a hole in the universe to bring those zombies in from a whole other universe. And uh, not just a dimension, a universe, you know, like it, it's absolutely. And, and so you just see how powerful he is. And I wonder if the, um, if the watcher is kind of throwing him a little bit of his power, you know, too, like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, kind of like helping, kind of charging him up a little bit. I wonder if the watcher's granted him any of the, the power cosmic. I guess with, maybe with the power cosmic, I didn't think about using the power cosmic, but obviously strange is like cosmically aware, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I also wonder with his unique ability of creating these uh, funnels if from one universe to another universe, because he does have that power that is well within his range, just as being the source of Supreme that mm. is in his range. Yeah. Um, I wonder if with these new guidelines that we're kind of getting with and what if of the infinity stones, if he can potentially draw power from those universes into another stone. If he ever ends up with stones from different universes, hmm. I don't know. Cause that, like I said, these, it's a whole new set of guidelines that we have to learn on these, uh, infinity stones. Yeah. It's well, and, and maybe I think, I feel like they're going to start to move away from them too, just in the same way of like with Tony Stark kind of phasing him away. I think we've got to get away from infinity stone think, um, as far as the MCU I'm, goes. I'm really surprised how much the infinity stones are continuing to be a part of the storyline mm-hmm. with, um, these, these, uh, Disney plus series. Yeah. It's like, I thought we were going to just cut them off, yep. but they, we continue to play a role. Yeah. I, and, and I feel like they've got to get away from that because if you're going to move into whatever the new thread is, whether it's Kang mm-hmm. or Galactus or whoever, you know, I think you need to start, looking in that general direction. Well, See, could, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, could that also be just due to copyright and characters that they had control of? So hence arcs and stories that they now have the rights to tell. Maybe completely. I, I just wonder who they don't have. Um, I wonder who they don't have control of now. Like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the, the only one, I, and I could be way off base of it. The only ones that I, I think is on the on the hook is Spider Man. I think they've got pretty much everybody back when right. it comes to groups. Um, they might have some, you know, ringers out there, individuals. But as when it comes to groups, I think they've got. I mean, they've got the FF back, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, yeah, they're definitely yeah, doing X-Men's an MCU and Fantastic Four. X Men and Mutants. So, yeah, yeah, with the really... Fox with the Fox acquisition, that's going to bring your X Men and Mutants back into the into mm-hmm. the into the fold. So. And that's where it gets really, I say interesting, like that's a whole geek out loud in and of itself. Like who in the Spider-Man universe or who in the Spider-Man um, realm of characters and everything is still going to be under the Sony kind of kind of deal? Because like, you know, 
obvious, I don't know. I don't want to get into too much of that because like there, you know, you've got your rogues gallery that would definitely be Spider-Man, but it's just interesting how they divvied those up back in the day because Sony had Spider-Man doing live action stuff with Spider-Man and, and whatever supporting cast they had of him. But it was Fox that for the longest time had Daredevil. So they got Kingpin along with Daredevil, whereas Kingpin is always kind of, to me, like his original, the original arch nemesis was would have been Spider-Man. Like it, it, he would run in that realm a little bit more. But that's neither here nor there. My point is this. Let's we, we move on in this. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's fine. I'm just talking about like the power that Strange has here. And, I, and the reason I brought up the power cosmic, and, and for those of the uninitiated in the power cosmic, this is, you'll hear the Silver Surfer talk about this, Galactus talk about this. This is the, the power of the cosmic beings. Like, this is, this is almost omnipotent-style power, just super, super duper. When he begins to really get into it with Ultron, and they start battling back and forth, you don't just see laser beams and light shows. You've got some Kirby crackle in there. And it, it, comic fans know what I mean when I say Kirby crackle. It's those black spots, the 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 you know the the black dots that aren't really dots. They, they, it's a crack. You can just feel it crackling with power on the on the comic book page back in the day, and that was always kind of power cosmic. Like that went to that cosmic power kind of arena. Whereas Doctor Strange, because of the Ditko connection, always was a little bit more you know wavy lines and and that sort of thing. But that Kirby crackle, man. And it was all over this episode, and I thought that was really cool and 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 something. It, it to me, it seemed to set that power that they were using apart from even the Infinity Stone power that they'd been using to that point. And I know I didn't leave that open ended enough for anyone to respond, so I'll just no, no, I I, I definitely saw that uh, being being a a comic fan uh that was definitely there. And, and we moving forward in the MCU, we really have to pay attention to little keys like that not only colors of Wanda, Wanda's colors who's using this color who's using that color but also the powers that are tied to them yeah. so that's that's a good pickup moving forward as we watch any MCU show to they're they're tying even like the, the colors and the the shapes of the powers mm-hmm. as we you know see them on screen together um before we before we get out of the, the 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 story proper, I don't know what else there is to kind of touch on, and I'll let you guys do whatever you want to do as far as touching on different parts of the of the thing. Um, I want to go ahead and jump to um, to the coda to the to the mid credit scene, um, you know, and and this is something that these shows have done for us um, since WandaVision is you know there's not a post credit not a post credit until the very last episode. And in this case, um, it is Peggy back on the Lemurian star. They've won the day or whatever. And Black Widow is showing her something that they found. And it's Hydra Stomper. And she says, someone's in there. Adam, is this is this their version? Is this that universe's version of Winter Soldier? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I hadn't thought about the fact that... Um he might not be Steve as she left him. Uh, but I suppose that's a possibility too. He, he could be changed, uh, in some way. Um, obviously the hope is that, that that's her, her Steve Mm -hmm. and they can resume their romance. So yeah, that would be interesting. And I, I think clearly 
if there is a season two, which apparently there is, clearly there will be a part two for her. Um, so I think we'll see that, whatever it is. I, th- I think so too, Lucas, because, I mean, I, I think it just feels like that, you know, she was the premiere episode of What If was Beefy Peggy. Um, they they made a big deal of her being the reason that Black Widow on, on the on the Age of Ultron world, you know, um, trusted her right off the bat. Like she kind of took that, that leadership spot really in, in a lot of ways. And, and kind of this, this episode felt like it had a lot to do with her as much as anything else in, in some ways, like there just seemed to be, you know, she got that whole opening sequence that was a little bit, the only person got even remotely as long a sequence of being called by the watcher was party Thor. Um, and that was played mostly for laughs. Everything else was just quick, 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 quick. And so I just wonder if they're setting us up for some Captain Carter down the road. Well, let me ask you guys this from the MCU perspective. Okay. In, um, winter soldier, you know, when cap gets on the boat, has his fight, you know, uh, (laughs) black widow is using the flash drive to download something. What was that? What was that? that she downloaded. Do you remember? Is that Winter Soldier stuff? Yeah, no, it's um it's Hydra stuff. It's Hydra related for sure because okay. because Fury he gets the she turns it into him and he's trying to it's encrypted. Okay. And so he's trying to figure out what's going on and so there's something that happens with that that causes him to go back to Robert Redford and say we need to hold off on this yeah. this operation. Yeah. And he shows up in Cap's apartment, remember, like, be quiet, be That's quiet, right. and then he gets shot and everything. So okay. he knew he was, uh, well, he got he got chased, too, down the road, like it was after the big car chase. So right. obviously it had something on there that may not lead directly to the Winter Soldier, but they knew of the Winter Soldier, right. and, and it was more about HYDRA having infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, and so the reason I bring that up, so that was obviously something that happened in that universe, so I'm thinking there's something something on the evil side of things that's associated with what's on this boat. So you got Hydra Stopper. But then, again, remember, at least my perspective, the Watcher, he knows a lot more than, you know, everybody else. And he makes that comment, you know, where you're going back needs you. Right. Now, of course, of course they do. But does he know, okay, this is how things are going to unfold. You're going to find the Hydra Stomper. There's going to be this whole, could it be a reunion with Steve, an evil Steve? We don't know. Um, but, uh, there's, there's more to it. Here's, here's a funny question though. I, I know you guys just love my funny questions. <laughs> what, if, what if there's an internal, what if here, you know, let's think about this. What if when Dr. Strange did the zombie dump, okay. And Peggy actually saw zombie cap, what would that have happened? What do we think would have happened there? Oh, I think it would have messed her up, you know, but fortunately yeah. zombie cap was pretty much dispatched in that episode, wasn't he? Well, I thought so too, but when he's like one of the first ones that come out and he looks like he's intact. Did he did he come out of the hole? Yeah. He was one yeah, of the he first was, ones. He was the first one out. Oh, he's I don't the, remember yeah, seeing that. He was the I first one out. Yeah. I so what if they had met? I know that's just silliness, but yeah, she's she's a prominent character as you've talked about. I mean, she gets sent back, yes, because her world needs her, but maybe there's more to the watcher's comments because he knows that she's about to find out about the Hydra Stomper and maybe even Steve in there. And is he good or bad? When we last saw him in that universe, uh, she just got sucked into the, the inner dimension, right? Right, right. And he was there, you know, on the ground or whatever with the Stomper. So Yeah, knows? but puny Steve, 
you know, should be dead unless there is some type of Winter Soldier experimentation that goes on with him, like like they did with Bucky. Right. Um, or unless he got, yeah, I mean, that's ultimately, yes, it, unless he got some, well, I mean, it does, it sounds horrible, yeah. but like the truth of the matter is, is puny Steve would be dead. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. he'd have to have a super soldier type. Right. You know, and so, so I think, I think that, um, that, okay, let me see here. It is cap coming down at him, but he's yeah. all in one piece. I know. Right. Ooh. So this happened, the draw happened at some other point in the timeline prior to their, uh, does Maybe. it have to be the zombie cap from the what if episode we saw? I That's mean, true. according to the other ones, it could have been, it should be the same one. According to the other people that were chosen, it could be another, you know, it could be part of the other zombies. Yeah. yeah. This opens a whole nother thing. But well, he's got it. his shield. Um, Hawkeye's there too. So is Falcon flying. I'm, I'm trying to pause and go. Uh, oh yeah, that'd be a that'd be a fun dive to, <coughs> to see all in that scene. I don't. You can't really watch this back in slow motion like the YouTube. If this were on YouTube, I'd be able to watch it at point twenty five speed. Yeah, but but you're right. If she saw him, oh, well, she'd be she'd be wrecked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. But also, she wouldn't recognize him as Captain America. You know what That's I mean? True. Like like for her, what she's told by. Black Widow on that Earth that you know in our world Steve Rogers or no Doctor Strange tells her in my world Steve Rogers got the super soldier serum mm-hmm. and you know and, and to her she's like oh that's something I'd like to see you know almost like hey I mm-hmm. bet he'd be hot if he were a super soldier um, you, you know you don't think the heart could just draw them I mean just like you were talking about with Scarlet Witch or Wanda and no you were talking Vision. about that well I'm just saying you were saying that they wouldn't she wouldn't recognize him because of the mask right I think they would. I oh. think Scarlet Witch would recognize him. I think she would recognize Steve. I mean, like, well, this is a crazy illustration, but, you know, you're out and about. Too old romantic, you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say Steve's out and about, okay, and he's he's got some kind of suit of armor on, and all you can see is his mouth. If his bride Haley were to come up upon him, she'd know it was Steve. Come on. I don't she know. Might, she would probably recognize him, but she would also know that's. I would think she'd know that's not her Steve, which is what Fury says to Widow on the helicarrier. Um, you're a black widow. He basically says you're a you're a black widow, but you're already say you're not my. Anatomy. You're not my black widow, but same I think but you got the same spirit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even even if that's even told to you, that's not your Steve, or that's not your Cap, or whatever. There's still your heart's gonna be. It's gonna be. I mean, okay. I there's no. There's a lot. There's a lot of references that uh, to that happening in the comics, not necessarily in the zombies, but as well as uh, oh, as uh, characters who have been who remain dead, especially villains as they come back. Uh, they'll bring them back as not zombies, but as <laughs> undead. And there's always uh, drama between people who they used to have a connection with uh, of where they. They try to relate to each other, but it, I mean, the mission still kind of goes forward. Yeah. Shaz has got some uh, comments over here that I've neglected, and I apologize, Shaz. Uh, uh, Shaz says, what if guidelines could only work through Doctor Strange, the MCU? At the end of a crossover saga, you must leave those things behind. (laughs) And then he says, will Alpha Flight enter the MCU? (laughs) His last comment, Kingpin was first with Spidey, but with the but by the eighties, more commonly, uh, the rogue, uh, de jour of DD. 
So, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's how and I then, see it too. And Charissa, uh, sorry if I missaid that. She agrees with Adam. I think your heart knows. The zombie part would be unrecognizable. Listen, of course, be. Carissa agrees with Adam on that. <laughs> agrees with you guys on that. That is, come on, Carissa. Y'all know that it's one thing to be a hopeless romantic. It's another thing to be like this zombie Scarlet Witch recognizes the chin and mouth of Vision in the Ultron body. It. Every time I'm going to watch it, that's what I'm thinking. So it's that's good for me. Sucker, after. you're a sucker. <laughs> that's okay. What a sucker. Zombie romance. <laughs> that's right. Which, by the way, by the way, real quick, I need to make, I I was told last week I didn't point out the the lack of James Spader voice was not good, even though I think Justin might have brought that up. Um, But I was also told to make sure that I mentioned that my wife's favorite part was Zombie Scarlet Witch showing up. So there you go. Way to go, go. Haley. I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. That that was impressive when she showed up because all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's on now. Right. Right. You know. Right. Uh, hey, I had a question, and I just don't recall when um, Peggy's talking to the widow there at the uh, right before the final battle, and she says there, she says there's only three people on this planet. I'm paraphrasing that you completely trust. One would be Peggy, and she's talking to the Black Widow, so herself, Peggy. The other person the Black Widow would trust would would have, would have been Clint. Right. Who's the third? Nick Fury. Yeah, I was thinking Fury, I would think. That's one dude you don't want to be trusting. I'm sorry. But. <laughs> well, no, I, listen, I agree. <laughs> Maybe from the comics, for sure. But uh, I mean, she, she needs a better judgment on character. To she, That's where she's going. Bad judge of character. <laughs> and I like, mm. I, like, I like Nick Fury, but I mean. <clears throat> Cap does have legs. I, I've, I've confirmed zombie Cap does have legs. I appreciate that you doubted everything that I've said. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I just, you know, it's like I just want to make sure. Come on now. Oh, that's okay. I'll, I'll talk to my counselor about it. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Look, anyhow. Um. Anyway, she's going to podiatrist. I'll talk to my podiatrist. About yeah. <laughs> the light. The light was on. Um, the light was. <laughs> so. Uh, it, well, guys, any anything else from this episode that we haven't really touched on that is, is worthy of, of touch on? I I really thought it was a great season finale. I don't, um, I don't know how you guys yeah. felt about the situation. Yeah, I think so too. Um, uh, I was I was just gonna throw this out to our comic guys that know a lot more about the Watcher. You know, he makes those comments at the end or comments at the end. Um, and I I wrote them down. Your stories are everything to me. Every single story is my home. Um, I mean, is there, are we just talking because he exists outside of that and he gets a peek into everybody's story? Is there, is there more, more to who he is that's loaded in those, those statements? At that point, like I've seen, I've seen some people say the watcher is us. We are the watcher, you know, like, because mm-hmm. it's, these stories are everything to us. I think what you have it, it is um it is uh scared yeah, you scared yeah. you scared me Adam I was like what the who the how the edit um I was uh I, but I'm just sitting there thinking it's I don't know it, it, the watchers sworn to watch never to interfere I don't know that we've ever seen the watcher or a watcher become that emotional or that seemingly 
desperate in the comics, have we, Justin? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, that emotional or that desperate? Uh, y'all brought about age. Uh, what uh, uh, original sin last week? Yeah. Uh, his interaction between him and Nick Fury in that he gets gets he, a little heated. He, he brings he brings the pain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he does get emotional. Uh, we had to talk about uh, what if thirty nine right there and. Uh, a lot of this story uh, we talked about like has he ever gotten into making you know some uh, actively being in the universe and doing his own thing in that story there or, you know, right right here uh, there's some scenes in there when it starts off where he is the Wat- Watu is at the time variance authority and the the guys at the time variance authority are saying we've actually chosen people to go take care of this mission that we need to take care of. And the Watu did not get in their way. He, of course, he just allowed it to happen. And they, similar to this story where it said, you know, Thor, I choose you. Uh, um, uh, Black Widow, I choose you. Yes, that one right there. They actually chose people specifically out of different timelines in that uh, that comic right there uh, that Steve's got on the screen for what we saw here. Now I will say when I saw the watcher reach down and say, I choose you, I kind of got the picture of like Lucas at a Walmart seeing like that <laughs> one legend <laughs> or black series. It'd be the black series. Yeah. And, he, and so for now one, please, when y'all pick up one of these action figures, you have to say, I choose you every time. <laughs> Cause that, that's, that's now ingrained in my visuals. So your, your canon in, in, in my book. Ben Grimm, I choose you. Saga Thor, I choose you. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Adam, you got any final thoughts or, or commentary on the episode that, that we've missed that you wanted to bring to the table and talk about? I need to buy some new action figures. <laughs> <laughs> This is the uh, dork side got in the the things um, from the retro wave things. Uh, oh, got yeah. a case of got several cases of those in very early apparently, and so mine got sent out to me. I like oh, the so he- you got it. Yeah, I you like the it. head sculpt. Um, this is the head sculpt with the teeth. Has he got a different color across his chest? Well, just- yeah. There's a weird yeah. kind of shading across mm-hmm. there, <laughs> and it's on the. Um, it's on the the uh, the the Super Scroll build a figure version too. There's a little bit of a lighter shade across. It's a little bit distracting and 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 not my favorite thing about this figure at all. But I do like I, I like the the trunks on him the way his trunks mm-hmm. are. Um, I, I like this head sculpt with the with the brow. That's a very almost a John Byrne style mm-hmm. uh, in three dimensions kind of brow for the thing. And sometimes the thing had teeth in the comics and sometimes he did not depending on who was drawing him and so they also have this <laughs> this head sculpt with no teeth oh showing. nice so um you're not so the was, only one that doesn't like that two-toned way they did that across the chest i've heard of uh i've talked to somebody else that had an issue with that it honestly just doesn't make yeah. any sense it's a right. weird kind of yeah. choice of of highlighting that doesn't make a lot of sense and it goes around to the back too so it's almost yeah. like uh it, but it's definitely a choice in the way the paint is done yeah. or or a clogged nozzle in the way the paint is done because you know it it's not quite a a dry brush kind of thing 
it's it's almost like they were trying to highlight a portion and it just didn't it looks they're like they're not painted that way in the promo images either. No, uh-uh, I no. I remember he's a solid he's a he, he's a notably solid color yeah. without any any I think they were here. trying to do the same thing they did on the super scroll wave thing which has a little bit of light color across the chest area and everything to try to be more highlighting the rocks and that sort of thing um to me as far as a a, a, a all-around sculpt and paint job goes the walgreens thing still has yeah. the still has the wind but i can pop this head off of this guy and put him on the walgreens thing and be perfectly mm-hmm. happy yeah it's the same same body just yeah. i think a different head isn't it pretty much that, yeah. that's the one i've got in the back there the the paint job on him it's more of a realistic yeah, uh, it's one they, they painted in all the cracks yep, with a darker brown. They got some they got it they've got a good little black wash or brown wash on it that that highlights those things. So um <clears throat> oh, I was going to show you guys this real quick. <clears throat> Let me get him out of the way here. The absorbing man. I don't know why he'd have ever ever absorbed wood, but he is there. So the Ewoks won't know what hit him. Yep. The Ewoks won't know well the Ewoks already don't know what hit him. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he's oh. up there, ready to. Oh, that's a good Hulk. Ready to that do some damage. Oh, that what is, Hulk is that? That is the 80th anniversary oh. Hulk and thing two pack. Um, mm. Hulk. This is this is my favorite Hulk figure I've ever had ever. This is just that's so cool. He is he's such a great looking figure. Let me um, and I'm now, so he came ex- with he came with thing. You said he came with the first appearance Wolverine. Oh, okay. Um, like he just has such a great comic book look about him and that face and everything. Like it, to me, this is the best sculpted Hulk head of any Marvel legends they've done. Um, he always looks either too monstrous or too Frankenstein or just like weird elongated. Like they've just, but this looks like he stepped out of the comic page and, um, or off of the old, uh, uh, 80s hulk cartoon or whatever the case may be but like he's got his he's got his torn lab coat you can take on or off it's a great great figure um and so i like he's one that when when they announced this like he came out around the same time as that colossus juggernaut two-pack it was the colossus juggernaut and hulk with the first appearance wolverine i could have cared less about that little wolverine figure i wanted the hulk and um and so I opted checking them on eBay right now, man. They're they're pricey. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Well, they haven't re they haven't re released them like they did, and it's yeah. a great body. Like it's a great sculpt. It's a great body. They did. It's the same body that's on the 80th anniversary Comic Con exclusive Hulk and the gray 80th anniversary Hulk, the um the retro card Hulk, which I can't get to right now, so I won't try. Um, but yeah, so that's uh that's some good stuff. And I don't know, did you guys? I, on the Instagram the other day, I posted that I had balance for just a moment. Remember last week when I was trying to get Wolverine to balance in Colossus's hand for the screwball special? I, for the briefest of moments, there was balance, and I had him. And then as soon as I snapped the picture, he fell over. So it worked out great. But it was there, and I'm like, oh, 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 I got it, I got it. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Click. So I'll say it again. Use wax. Well, yeah. Well, this is a this was not a situation. This is a situation of of a figure trying to hold the full weight of another figure, 
and and keep like the legs balanced. Like it's all it's as much posing as it was mm -hmm. stability. It was just they they all all. How's this? What's the Prince song? All seven and we watch them fall. Yeah. So here, what, what we got there? Uh, the wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. <laughs> I, I I've got an envelope. I'm gonna need to send you, Steve. Shut your oh, mouth. Oh, sweet, <laughs> nice. Is that the one from the Gwen pool? Yeah, Figure, that's or, the one. or Spider what? Gwen. It's the it's the wrecking ball. It's the wrecking ball for yeah. the uh, absorbing man. So yeah. nice. Yeah. It's it's an odd accessory because the chain doesn't move. Okay. Well, so I was. It's forever locked in that. I was given instructions and some stuff as to how to actually um, get a chain that you can pose with them and make move mm -hmm. and everything. So, I, but I'll take that dude in a heartbeat. I love it. I thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, that's awesome. <laughs> Do you have his his optional arms and and all of that? I've got extra? his yeah. I've got an extra head. I've got his optional head and his optional arms over here. I haven't unpacked those okay. quite yet. So, yeah, right. I'm I'm really stoked about it. I I was really glad. He's one of my favorite uh, favorite villains of all time. Just because I you know I've just always dug him, and I, and he and I was surprised as I got into things. I find I always looked at him as more of a Hulk villain because that's when I was first kind of introduced to him was in, in the incredible Hulk pages. But, uh, but I was surprised to find out he had his, his, um, his, his origins more in the, uh, in the Thor worlds. He, Loki gave him his powers back in the day. The absorb. Is there any special, like, uh, and any, like, is his wrecking balls made out of steel? In the comics, his wrecking ball. Or is it one uh, of the special metals. It's uh, it's just a regular. It was just a regular like ball and chain ball, like was like because he's in prison, but it gets enchanted along with him. So whatever he absorbs, it becomes as well. Oh, that's right. so that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I listen. I could go on about the about the absorbing man. He, like I say, he's one of my favorite villains. Anytime he showed up, I always thought it was really cool. Hey, here's an idea, Steve. What's that? You could do one of our character spotlights on the on, absorbing, on the absorbing man. man. I could. Yeah. You're right. I could. That'd be a cool one to do. That'd be fun. Well, I've got a question for you then. Who wins between the absorbing man with his wrecking ball and, and bulldozer here? And is it bulldozer that has the wrecking mm -hmm. ball? The wrecking ball, but his has some Asgardian magic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's mm -hmm. the thing is they're both got a little bit of Asgardian magic to them. And the thing is, if if it depends on it, the thing about Absorbing Man is, whenever he was in a fight with one of the heroes, he would always end up absorbing something stupid, and um, and 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 would end up getting himself in trouble that way. There was a there was a fight he was having when the Hulk was gray and living in Las Vegas. By by the way, you brought it up at the beginning, Justin. Battle greatest battle cry ever for a superhero. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas! Like that's the new I have the power. Um, uh, I just I, so I thought that was great. But he's fighting the Hulk and he absorbs some some rock from the side of a, a mountain, basically, and the Hulk begins just to beat the snot out of him. And he's like, you've got a choice. You can either let me crush you like this, or you can try to revert back to human, you know, to your human form, and then what you're going to be, you know. And so he basically just beats the tar out of him, pulverizes him, and throws him over into a river. We don't see him again 
until the pages of Quasar number six. Oh, the Quasar reference. The acts of yeah, the acts of vengeance <laughs> episode of Quasar when he comes up out of the water, you know, because he finally pulled himself together, and he he's fighting Quasar now, and Quasar has his power bands, and so he grabs the power bands and absorbs them. And the thing about those power bands is, and it's established in the very first issue, Mm -hmm. is that if you're not meant to wear them or you don't know how to use them right, they'll destroy you. They'll blow you up. So he Mm -hmm. blows up. And I don't know what happened Mm -hmm. to him after that. I don't know when he came back around, but he's been back around for a while. Um, He's Right now he's with Gamma Flight, I believe, in the comics. So So Quasar had... uh, were they nega nega bands? No, he had the quantum bands. The nega quantum bands. bands. The nega right. bands were what um, the Captain Marvel had. Mar- Marvel had. Okay. And okay. yeah, I think that I, I think they ended up. Uh, he ended up getting his hands on those eventually when he was like, uh, okay. So you brought up Quasar last week and got Quasar again. Have y'all noticed how many times What If brought up Ego, the Living Planet? Did y'all see that? I saw well of course, obviously at the I, I end can of the think of at least 3 times. If, well, you know, the two that I can think of. At the, the in the at the end of the T'Challa episode. Mm-hmm. Then in and then in this finale he was there and then he's one of the planets that gets blown up mm-hmm. by Ultron. Yeah, they show him get mm-hmm. blown up by Ultron. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't it, I thought that was weird that they kept on having that uh specifically ego in there. Uh I wouldn't be surprised if they leaned back on that somehow as if Ego isn't finished. They could. So. I also, I think it's just one of those things. It's like you're tying him. Like when you watch the T'Challa episode of what if, you know, the, the character swapping there, mm-hmm. you realize, you know, in your, in your MCU mind, you go to when I wait a minute, Peter Quill was the son of ego. So how are they going to work that with T'Challa? So he shows up at the end, mm-hmm. which then leads into where we're at there. I think showing him in the Ultron deal was just like, here's something they'll recognize. I think it's I think it's more meant to be like an Easter egg, so because um, yeah, they had the oh. sovereign, all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, Lucas, did, did you get did you get Star Wars vibes, Lucas or Adams with this with this line? All too easy. Yes, I did immediately. Mm, all yeah, too I think easy. So. Yeah. Yes, and I kept expecting. You know, it's like the next thing he's supposed to say is impressive, mm-hmm. most impressive. You know, but he didn't. So yeah. Yeah, I immediately hey. got him. So and that was Anytime. the only was that the only Star Wars Easter egg we had this time. That's all I counted. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one I saw. But hey, guys, any Marvel property that has a Star Wars reference in it is better than any Marvel property that doesn't. So that's right. we'll take. The well, one. it depends <laughs> on <laughs> depends on the Star Wars reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, they fly the Star now. Wars reference I can recognize. No, that's not a good reference, Lucas. They fly now is not a good reference. <laughs> I know that. That's why I inserted it. <laughs> we will take we will accept original trilogy references and, is ready. and prequel trilogy references we will and also caravan of courage we will also um yeah we'll accept caravan of courage right we'll accept <laughs> we'll accept battle for indoor references um so <laughs> mace yes sindel and mace sindel and mace indeed Sweet, um, yeah, I'm not a fan of that series at all. What? I got that, up in my, I got that up in my Ewok Village right now. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's a Star Wars. Is that what series of Star Wars Galaxy is that from? Star Wars Galaxy. Uh, I don't know which. It's number two ninety eight. I have all of them. Okay, so that's a series uh, Lucas too. Lucas asked me what else I collect, and I was like, I collect comics 
and comic book cards <laughs> and uh, some comic book action. Do figures. you have, I'm sure you do, do you have all of the first Marvel series from 1991? All of them. 92, okay. 93, 91, 92, 93, 99, 91, 92, 93, 94. Sometimes multiple copies if they have variations. I've got around 50. I've got, yeah, I've got 91 and 92 complete with exceptions of some of the holograms. Um, you know what you need if you ever want to yeah. get back into it. I'll well, you, got them. What do you mean if I ever want to get back into it? He's always well, in. Get, yeah, well, getting into, into a set of comic book cards, I mean, it takes a, it takes some setting down. Yeah. And, I mean, like some, some commitment. So yeah. if you ever want to oh, like, love bust them. that out, let yeah. me know. Oh, I love them. I love going through them. I need to find... I don't know if I have any on hand things. real quick. Lucas, does what kind of hands does that Spider-Man come with? Uh, He comes with... I think he comes with fists. And hold on, let me look again. And flippers. Yeah. So those are the ones that come on him. The the Webbers. He doesn't have the splayed hands. Hold on, let me look. I, I put them in my bag of accessories. Find them. They're fists, I think. Both of them are fists. Pretty sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay. I've got a. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. Let me One tell you something. The movie figures. He's got hands to like hold guns, but no accessories. He's got and that's unusual. For he's Spider-Man. got gripper hands. Yeah, and I don't know what you're supposed Look, to do with him. I'm just going to say this to to Hasbro because I know they're listening to me right now. Whatever. Yeah. Anytime you make a Spider-Man figure, you need to make him with displayed hands. Um, you yeah, need to totally. inc- just include every version of hands with him because those hands help him. You can do wall crawling looks. Mm-hmm. You can. You can balance him, apparently. Gosh, some of the yeah. balancing I've seen from some people I follow on Instagram and YouTube and stuff is just out of this world, just ridiculous, yeah. amazing stuff that they do. Yeah, it says, quick, give me a caravan of courage quote. <laughs> um, <laughs> play, ship up. crash, ship crash it. Yeah. <laughs> you, got it you got it. Ewoks. I would have to talk. do the noises that the Ewoks do. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember, she teaches them how to speak the English, so it works yeah, out. The, yeah. the English. <laughs> so, well, I, guess in, I guess in the Star Wars universe, it's called basic. Thank goodness they came out with that on Disney+, Plus because some of the ways I used to have to watch that, because I didn't, I didn't have a DVD of it, was so grainy. Yeah. If I ever try to go back, it was, I mean, it was almost unwatchable. I bought the DVD the minute slow, it was available. Slow. Slow. I, that was, there was no way I was going to let that DVD slide past me. When that, when I found out that thing was available, I'm like, yes, please, I'll take it. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, um, now granted, look, I'm going to be honest with you. The Ewok Adventure is one of those things that is very nostalgic for me. I remember the night it aired on, on TV and watching it with yeah. some friends after church and stuff. But to be honest with you, it's not great. I mean, like it's it's <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it bad. it really is it's, rough. It's, it's gloriously yeah. bad. Yes, really that's is. the thing. It's it's not it's not. And I'm going to make Shaz mad because he loves the holiday special so much. It's not holiday special bad, but it's like <laughs> it's almost like I can't believe I'm sitting here watching this so bad. But it's yeah. it's cute though in the same way, like. Yeah. The it, first one's better than the second. The second one's actually difficult to watch. I disagree uh-huh. with that. I always like really? the second one better because it just had more action in it. And to huh. me, like it was more action packed because it was the battle for Endor. Yeah. Yeah. So I should have brought the battle wagon out instead of Ewok Village. I think it would have fit on camera better. 
I'm trying to find something specific, and I can't get my hands on it. I, You're looking for your holograms, aren't you? I was well. I was looking for the. Um, for, I have some extra of the original set sitting around. Oh, I got these the other day, guys. This has been a long time ago. That I, I mean, like this has been probably two or three months ago that I got these and never really talked about them at all on the show. I didn't know these existed. Um, these are. Fantastic Four, a set of Fantastic Four trading cards. Ooh. From what year? Yeah. Uh year? It, it's the nineties. Um give me a second. Let me get my old man set up going here. Uh everyone, I know we've run out the point in the show where we're boring everybody and because I've gone from being a show to to being anything else. Um oh wow, this says two thousand eight. Yeah, if it was the 90s, I, I probably would have known about it. Uh, yeah, I thought I would have, too. I, 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 missed, I didn't know anything about the 2008 series, but it was uh, 2008. Um, I can't make out who it says puts them out here. And I, I don't know why I tried to take the glasses off to see it because I got my contacts in, and I can't read with my contacts. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm so old. Tops and Skybox did the majority of them. Yeah. Um, in the with the nineties, there was Fleer did a lot. I thought Fleer did a Spider Man mm-hmm. a Spider Man set, and um, who did it was uh, Impel, wasn't it? That did like the first couple Impel, of yes. couple the, the, couple the of the series. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, so yeah, I came across most of mine as a comic book store owner. Uh, said Justin, you're. It's yes, we've got to do those. Yeah. Yes. Uh, back to the white. So here's those. These are Impel. Cosmic cards. Then we still got this one to do too, Steve. Yes, we got to do that for sure. We got this one to do. GI Joe. Yeah. So back to the wax packs. I tell you what, it's time. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's time to get back into it. So for sure, for sure. Um. Well, guys, I I don't I I've got nothing else. Any final thoughts on this episode, Lucas? Anything else you want to throw in here? Um, you know, one of the things I know we talked about this over and over again, and I knew I'd seen it somewhere, but in the promo material for each episode, um, that's been on Facebook on the Marvel site or Marvel page, they have used that little, like almost teleprompt thing, you know, the, the, the words, Mm. it's like a sentence that'll be erased, you know, so it'd be, you know, what if Loki wasn't born or, or what if Thor was only child? Right, which right. Which is exactly like you see in Loki, the series, when it's given those updates and things mm. like that. So I think they're tying it all together. I know it's animated live action, but I think there's more to that to see hmm. the connection between the Loki series and what's happening in the what if series. So, Well, there was definitely that creation of the multiverse. You know, that was what all the Loki hinged on at the end of all things. So, right. Um, definitely, uh, you know, I can, I can see where it all might be tying together, but I also think that like, if we never have to visit any of these people in a live action setting, I'll be fine with that. I like this kind of existing in an animated realm. And, and I really liked the, um, I really liked a lot of the animation in this episode from the Kirby crackle, which we saw last week, but also, the the Doctor Strange scene we talked about, I, I I you know I think that needs to get a lot of attention from people. Just either breaking it down frame by frame, or just talking about what an interesting visual, an amazing visual it was, as well as the the moment when um, she hits Ultron 
with the with the arrow and it and it kind of pulls back and he's got all the dark lightning and stuff flashing out of him and everything before it goes into his head with he and Arnim Zola. Um that had a real anime kind of feel to it. And so this whole mm-hmm. series there, you know, I, I really dug the animation. I like the fact that the characters weren't really stylized, but they also didn't go to super great lengths to try to make them, um, like exact carbon copy replicas, you know, roto almost rotoscope replicas of the actors who played these characters in in the in the movies like they they went it almost like a when you're reading comics and a different artist takes on the role of a comic you've been reading you recognize the characters but they just look a little different and i i really was okay with that um my wife wasn't so much i remember when we were watching the party thor episode she's like they don't look like the they don't look right they don't look right and i'm like they do you know they look fine killmonger was the, probably the one that looked the closest agreed yeah, yeah. so, so. Anyhow, Adam, you got any final thoughts about this episode or this season of What If that you want to that we haven't touched on or brought to the table? Um, uh, not really. No, I liked it. I want to see more. Yeah. I, nice you surprise. know what? I would I would go for any animated Marvel series at this point. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think that yeah. there's a lot to be done in 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 animation, and you know, early on with um with Avengers, there was a great cartoon that was coming on. Um, I feel like it was like CW or, or Fox kids. Maybe it was called, uh, the earth's mightiest heroes, Avengers, earth's mightiest heroes had a great opening theme song and very comic heavy in the way that they kind of did their stories and stuff, but really love the characters they brought in. I like the animation. So I like, well then, well then after Avengers, that show was canceled. They went with this animated series called Avengers assemble, which was supposed to be the Avengers existing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this was, you know, yeah. kind of the Marvel Cinematic, you know, almost canon, kind of canon adjacent, I guess. And then they did the same thing with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then in the Guardians of the Galaxy animated series, they actually used a lot of licensed music and stuff, yeah. a la the movie. So, I mean, it really, it really made a lot of sense for yeah. them to do that. But oh. I don't know that those at that time, those weren't being played up as like, Oh, this is part of the MCU. This, you know, they didn't have the Marvel studios and stuff. I would, I would be okay to see more animated series, you know, based on the Marvel cinematic universe and go back and do cap in world war two. There's a lot of captain America tales from world war two that that can be told. And, you know, if you don't want to get the actors, you can go back and do like a world war two cap. You can do, um, you know, anything you can, Mm -hmm. you can have some, some adventures with Iron Man that happened off camera. You can right. have, you know, because when he talks about I've successfully privatized world peace, well, how'd you do that, yeah. man? You know, what right. is it just by well, existing, you know, that sort of thing. Today, I didn't follow it up, so I didn't see the sources or the details, but supposedly they announced that there will be a new series with Catherine Hahn playing the Agatha Witch um, from the WandaVision that she's going to have her own series, which could be a lot of fun. I, th- wow. I thought she's, she's tremendous. She, that, that actress is tremendous fun, but that character is too. So I'm looking forward to that if that's true. But also it's been said all over Twitter that they were going to do a Star-Lord animated series, a T'Challa Star-Lord, that he was going to have his own series. I'm not... You know, again, I didn't follow it up, but I've, 
at first I thought, oh, wow, yeah, that would have been cool. But on the other hand, knowing what cancer is like, I find that hard to believe because yeah. you don't have someone as far along as him and Marvel not know it. Um, so I'm, I would take that with a grain of salt. I'm, not not to I, mention, not to mention, like, when he's doing the voice, like, I was thinking about this, watching this episode, like, he didn't sound like, unfortunately, he did, his voice, and I know he's doing a right. little bit pitched down, you know, to kind of have that mm-hmm. T'Challa wisdom about him, but he, it still sounded a little weak, you know, like, and right, it's just, yeah. it's sad. It, it really is sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, from Variety, a WandaVision spinoff starring Catherine Hahn is in development. Um, Hahn would reprise the role of Agatha Harkness. And uh, it's going to be, it's described as a dark comedy, though exact plot details remain under wraps. WandaVision head writer Jan, uh, Jack Schaefer would serve as the writer and executive producer on the project. Should the spinoff go forward, it would be the first project Schaefer has set up with Marvel since she signed an overall deal with them and 20th television in May. So, well, dark comedy is the perfect tone. I, I hope yeah. that's what they do. It needs to be funny. Well, and, and it sounds like it's just now kind of in the developmental phase of like mm-hmm. getting some stuff together and pitching to Disney Plus, hopefully to. The, but I wouldn't think that it would be leaked that it's in development if it hasn't been right. greenlit. Yeah. You know, right. is, so, is there anything in the pipeline far as Disney Plus and Marvel, or is it all cinematic stuff? Right now, it's all cinematic stuff that they've announced. I mean, obviously, I think it's pretty well known we're getting What If Season 2. I think they said Loki Season 2 is a go now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, But But nothing like right right now is about to happen. Nothing's about to happen that I know of because we've got – because as far as Disney Plus goes, the next big thing coming is Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, in December. In December, yeah. So we're not that far out from that. Hawkeye's Thanksgiving. Isn't Hawkeye, it? that's oh, right. Hawkeye's right. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. You're right, Adam. I felt like there was something coming in November. Yes, Hawkeye's coming in Thanksgiving. So that mm-hmm. could be an interesting series. I'm not, look, again, I know they're pushing us toward this Young Avengers thing, and I'm just, that's not me. You know, I, I don't feel like we've spent enough time on screen with these legacy characters. You know, that's just, and that's my opinion. That's how I feel. Give me more Hulk, give me more Thor. Give me more original Cap. Give me more Iron Man. You know, give me more of these yeah. these legacy characters. Give me more Spider Man. You know, there's there's still a lot to do with him. I don't know if you guys have seen the spoilers from the Venom. Let there be carnage. You know, post credit uh-huh. scene or anything. So we won't spoil that here. But you know, give me more Spider Man in his universe. Give me this Fantastic Four stuff that's coming. And please, for the love of Mickey Mouse, make it good. Um, you know, it, like this is this is that point where I look and I, I look at everything that's come before in the Fantastic Four live action world. And I go all the way back to the 90s to the unreleased film and I go to the 2000s to the Tim Story two films and then that that abomination from 2015 or whenever it was. And and I'm just like, this is our last hope. This is my last hope with the Fantastic Four. And. You know, I, I just, I'm praying and hoping they crack the code. It's the same, the director that's doing it is the same guy that did the Spider-Man movies. So, you know. Hope we'll see. MCU. You're our only hope. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah, that's where I'm at with that. I'm sorry, Justin, any final thoughts about this episode or the, the season as a whole? Uh, no, uh, well, yeah, but before that, it, it, 
it is a shame that the '90s Fantastic Four makes me smile more than any of the others. Dude, so. it is. It's the best Fantastic <laughs> Four movie out there, uh, behind the Incredibles. It's so bad. Yeah, it's 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 really bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I could not blink during the action scenes. Uh, I, I I just could not blink. It was so. Uh, you know when they had the the hundred plus hammers coming out. Oh out yeah, the, yeah. The sky that was amazing. Then throwing the the Red Guardian shield, the uh, uh, Captain uh, Peggy shield. It was it was just great. Uh, I love the fighting scenes. I did not want to look away. So I I I love the episode. It was, it was the a good episode. the beefy Peggy and Black Widow taking on Ultron and those and the shield work that was going on was just. So much fun. I'm I'm like you. I really, really enjoyed that and and and, and what was happening. I called there. that last week. Remember I called yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. You sure did, Lucas. I was, I was excited to see that. For you're sure. you're the man. You're the man no. for calling stuff. Yeah. Look at I'm, you. I am. I've got a t shirt made. I didn't wear it tonight. <laughs> you got a t shirt made that says you're the man? I'm the man for calling stuff. Nice. I'm the man for calling stuff. <laughs> I wish I had a t-shirt shop right now that I could just say available now at Geek Out T-shirts. I'm the man for calling stuff. <laughs> That's a wonderful t-shirt. Oh, make it happen, somebody. I'm the man for calling stuff. I need to get a graphics designer on staff in the Goliverse. Um <laughs> So yeah, the, the 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 action stuff I agree with you, Justin, was just really, really good. This was honestly, and I and I think I told Haley this, that this is one of the to me, this is the best of the series season finales we've had of these TV shows. Um you yeah, know probably I really I thought that Loki that season finale was way too much talking. It was almost like when yeah. Neo gets to the architect in the Matrix two. Mm. You know, it's like, what? so we're just sitting here talking now. That's how this is going. And, and I mean, I like the implications of it and everything, but man, it was like 30 minutes of exposition, you know, and it's just yeah. like, and then the end, you know, Ugh. Um, the, the WandaVision season finale was good and it was action packed, but at the same time, it was just kind of like that journey was so good that there was no way to kind of cap that off in a super right. satisfactory way that, the mystery of everything like that. What a perfect way that was to just kind of bring the MCU to the, to the television screen. And then the, the winter soldier Falcon deal, the Falcon, the winter soldier, Captain America, winter soldier. I wanted to like that show a lot more than I did. And, and I wanted to be excited when Sam showed up in the cap outfit with the red, white, and blue wings and, and the shield and everything. But I just felt like, they rushed it. Like it almost felt rushed and forced. Like, like they spent so much time doing all this other stuff and like, Oh yeah, we've got to get to this point. All right, here we are. And so to me that kind of, but this, I feel like everything except, you know, in uh, the Gamora thing aside, like I understand that that for whatever reason, we didn't get that episode, you know? So putting that aside, I don't feel like there was, I don't feel like there was anything that was crammed in, shoved in, you know, twisted in to just, I felt like everything felt deserved and earned, you know, now had Gamora come on the scene and been like, I'll save the day, you know, uh, like I escaped somehow. I won the day somehow, you know, it, I think it would have been different. Like, well, how does she earn that? Right. But the fact yeah. that they were all working together, the fact that it was kind of like beefy Peggy was kind of the, the lead dog and, and, and everything was kind of, I just, to me, I, you know, I agree with you. The action to me is what made this just the, the perfect, 
kind of season finale for this and 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 the best of what we've seen on on TV so far as far as the MCU stuff goes. So, yeah, really enjoyed it and and really enjoyed doing this guys talking about these things. It yeah, has sure. been a fun time. So, Lucas, thank you for getting this idea together, man. Mm. This is this is all Lucas, y'all, cuz I I'd sworn off doing um reaction shows after Rebels, after we did the the Rebel <laughs> yell for so long, I was like, "Oh, I just don't know that I have any enemy to talk about this stuff anymore." <laughs> um because I personally find it hard to react to TV shows beyond like, yeah, that was cool, man. That was good. Right. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> there's just so much depth with this. So that was yeah, good. yeah, I think so. I, I I think so. I think that it's just because what it does is it opens the door, like you did a while ago, Lucas. What if Peggy had seen Cap as right. a zombie? You know, it, there are a thousand roads to walk down. Like if we wanted to just sit down and be like, all right, guys, tonight we're just going to explore every what if question we can from the what ifs, you know, from right, this yeah. episode of what if you're talking about three or four hours worth of just kind of discussing and talking and digging into stuff. Sure. So mm-hmm. that's the multiverse. Well, uh, yeah, that's what ifs. Yeah, that is. That's what ifs for sure. Okay. Well guys, the, 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 anything to plug. I know Justin last week plugged the Marvel encyclopedia. Uh, we definitely want to plug Adam stuff. Go to adambray.com and reach out to Adam on social media. He's on the social media at author Adam Bray, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 get your books by him directly from him, signed by him, mm-hmm. and uh, and and you'll and and it's just a you're not necessarily going to end up paying more than what you'd pay for Amazon. You'll pay a little bit for shipping, but you're helping Adam out directly. This is not yep. uh, yeah. you know this is this is more than him getting a little bit of kickback from an Amazon mm-hmm. link. So. Help right. our help our brother Adam out. Go to adambray.com. Reach out to him on social media at author Adam Bray. If you have any freelance work you want him to do, get in touch with him and uh, <laughs> and put him to work. Put him to work for you. Right. The Chewy's Cantina over on Facebook. Yeah. Get there by going to geekoutonline.com slash cantina. Lucas, you have lunch with Chewy on Friday. Yeah, on Friday we're bringing back lunch with Chewy, uh, twelve o'clock Eastern time. We got a bunch of cool previews that are in the cantina right now. We're also, as we're doing it, we're going to talk Star Wars Visions a little bit mm. uh, as we work through it. So it'll be a little fun. Uh, and then next week we've got a we're bringing back our cantina sale. We're using Zoom software, and we have several guys in the group that have some different uh, collectibles they'll be having up. So you, there's something you're on the lookout for, you're hunting for a missing piece to your collection. You could find it in the cantina. And then last thing, end of the month, we're bringing back our Chewy's uh, Spooktacular Night. Ooh, uh, yeah. It's a Zoom party. Also going to have collectibles available, but you're encouraged to come in costume. One of our main uh, admins, the Candyman, came dressed as Harley Quinn last year, and it was very interesting. <laughs> Still haunts my dreams. Still haunts yes. my dreams, yeah. So, uh, but it's a lot of fun. The canteen, if you haven't joined yet, jump over on that group and uh, Facebook, answer a couple of questions, agree to, uh, follow the the rules and you'll be in and you'll get all kinds of bargains and fun. So. Let me let me throw a few things that are going to be out there on Friday for those of you that are, want to be a part of that. Join the Cantina, geekoutonline.com slash Cantina. Friday at noon, we've got the uh, Vintage Collection Clone Wars Darth Maul with yeah. the robot legs uh, from Mandalore. We've got a vintage Snoopy uh, lunchbox complete with a thermos that looks amazing. Yeah, that's in good shape. Is that from our buddy down the road, Lucas? Or is that that's our buddy your... down the road? It's okay. just got a little bit of rust on the back. Yeah, that's the only. Little it's a really good looking old school lunchbox. You got a twentieth, or I'm sorry, a thirtieth anniversary prototype Boba Fett. Uh, that's the white. That's the white armored Boba Fett. 
Um, yeah. on, on the 30th anniversary card, that's with the coin and everything from, uh, from that particular line of, of Star Wars figures. I know you guys, I know all of you remember that one. I'm scrolling here real quick to see a couple of other things because yeah. it, it's really, it's worth kind of pointing out what you've got coming up with some of these previews yeah. and everything. Um, a vintage collection Lando out of the new wave, the newest wave of, the uh, Bespin Lando yeah. of figures, the Bespin Lando. Is that a power of the force, uh, speeder bike that's up for sale there, Lucas? Yeah, Power of the force speeder bike. Uh, it's in the box, uh, still sealed in the box. Also got a 30th anniversary, uh, tie fighter, the white version. Okay. Is that what that one is? I was just yeah. about to bring that up. Wow. Yeah. It's loose. Don't have the pilot, but it's, man, it's in great shape. looks really good. It does look really good. Was that out of your collection? No, that's also from our buddy. Um, and it's a 30th anniversary, huh? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I, I did some searching yeah. on uh, a couple of sites today. To that's, try to a, that's, where that's, wow. That's probably one of the newer things that he has up there. That's, mm. Yeah, it is. Vintage Collection Emperor from this latest wave of uh, Vintage Collection figures as well. Yep. So it's going to be a good time. Go go check it out, uh, geekoutonline.com slash cantina. And uh, also, the other thing you can do as you join the cantina is scroll through, and you can see, oh, that Rambo lunchbox is up for sale, complete with thermos. Uh, vintage Collection Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett. Um, but you can also scroll through and see all these finds that people make. And, and get and uh, just really be jealous of everyone's collection. <laughs> um, good night. Like Shane Skinner, I just want to strangle sometimes. <laughs> and he is getting boatloads of vintage left. Yeah, and right, it's, it's really it's good, though. It's, he's, it's he's ir- a good guy. It's irritating so. me to no end. So, <laughs> Shane, we love you if you're in this. I don't, I don't, Shane. You, you make me sick. <laughs> he's probably eating tacos. Wait, no, it's Thursday. Yeah, he's you disgust me, Shane. Them. Rodney Wyndham came through with a Captain Power pickup, which I think I is really He's cool. He's all kinds of good stuff on yeah, weekends. Some good stuff. So anyhow, uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, you can go join the Facebook group for the Guardians of the Goldiverse at geekoutonline.com slash group. And uh, if you're in a position to support the channel, you can do so at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. We appreciate everyone who supports us there at patreon.com. Uh, if you're watching this on the YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. We just did our live 300 subscriber celebration where basically i just sat and said hey here's some comic books i've picked up lately um so it couldn't be more boring but maybe you'll enjoy looking at some old comic book covers and everything i've got some interesting uh my eye on some interesting pickups hopefully um in the next few days depending on what happens um with a with an auction here or there and uh and i'll be sure to let you guys know about it as we um trying to do this $20 comic book collection. My goal is to get the whole run of Marvel 2-in-1 starring The Thing. That's annuals and all. And there's some interesting things that go down in that series. That seems like a, a nothing happening series, but there's some really interesting stuff, complete with the aforementioned Thanos. Um, some stuff goes on with him in that in that series. So, having said all that, guys, anything else before we go from anybody? All right. Uh, don't be a party pooper. Don't be a party pooper. That's right. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas, everyone. We'll see you around the Goldverse. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>